Hello, I am Sarah Vine and this is Sarah Vine's Female Half Hour from Mel Plus. I am joined as ever by my lovely friend Imogen Edwards-Jones and coming up on today's show we have the author Cathy Lett about her new book and probably more importantly her two weeks in mandatory hotel quarantine <laughs> eating lukewarm chips mm. and stumped on what to get your girlfriends for Christmas we will hear from the Daily Mail's beauty columnist uh, Hannah Betts about what's on her list but first Downing Street oh yes hello it's been a big full-on 24 hours because Carrie's had a baby girl I know isn't that exciting do you know what it's that, it's she's quite, got a set it's, I know quite extraordinary though uh, she walked to the hospital did she? Yes. Walked to the hospital and gave birth two hours later. Oh, she's nails, isn't she? She's a machine. Yeah. I don't know how you can do that. No, I know. I'm very, I'm always in awe of women who do things like that. I was just hopeless. And no, every... I mean, I practically had a sedan chair and a whole load <laughs> people with fans. But I, I've grief. just read that she walked, she walked to the hospital. Mm. Well, that's quite hard work. I know. Well, so Boris has had... Uh, Boris quite... is having an awful time. Well, I, but, I mean, it's quite difficult to celebrate the birth of a baby when everything else is going on. I know, I know. This party that wasn't a party that is a party is just a bit too much. Yes. I mean, the whole Allegra Strachan thing, I felt really sorry for her. She was obviously absolutely monstered by the whole thing. Well, I, I never thought this government could uh, organise a piss-up in a pandemic, but apparently they can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good line, I imagine. I mean, extraordinary. Yeah, no, I know. I don't know. Who knows what the truth is? Um... But it's very difficult when you're making rules that are quite unpleasant and then you don't follow them yourself. That's the sort of problem, isn't it, really? Well, it's it's just the have and the have nots, isn't yeah. it? It's the idea that yeah. the hoi polloi, i.e. us, can sit at home mm. rocking backwards and forwards with our Gently sherry. dribbling into our sherry, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Oh, no, there'll be no meeting round no. here. And then, uh, and then everyone else having a lot of brie mm. and, uh, you know... Sort of I mean, I suppose they probably were all in their own bubble. So, well, yes. I mean, the the problem is oh, with all these things. It's not the actual story; it's the cover up afterwards. It's the cover up, and it's also the idea that I think the main thing that's annoying everybody is the idea that someone was having fun. Well, the, because fun is not allowed anymore in this country. No, that's it's, just true. Actually, it's actually against the law. It, well, it is against the, the law. Yes. Although we can still have fun, apparently, but and, there'll be no working. No, and that's what did for Allegra was the fact that she was trying to answer that sort of slightly absurd question and was laughing. Mm. I think she was laughing because she was nervous mm. and didn't really know what to say. But lots of people think she was laughing because she was sort of, you know, mocking everybody. But I, I kind of don't think that was the case. Also, there is a certain element of sort of hijinks that people have when they're in an office. Yeah. Sort of, so if the idea that, I mean, honestly, if there's a camera recording us most of the yeah. time, the level of stuff that we say exactly. that, it, that I couldn't possibly stand by no. outside of here is... No. I mean, that thing that she was doing was a rehearsal. But she was just goofing around. It was a rehearsal for her having being asked sort of difficult questions by the press. Yeah. And the whole point of it is to push is, was to push boundaries and to make it difficult for her. Yeah. And I think the thing is, you know, if a camera came in and filmed us in an editorial meeting, mm. we'd look equally sort of ridiculous. Yes, it's just, there but also has the to be some level of language yeah. that you use and the stuff exactly. like, I hate him, let's do it. oh God. You know, and, and it's, yeah, if you can't, if you can't be yourself no. and private, which mm. effectively that was, I mean, I don't know who leaked that, somebody very Well, naughty. someone said it to me that it was the production company, but it was very tightly, there was a very tight group of people who had access to those tapes. But it's taken them a long time to also, leak that a year. What I don't understand is why everybody got so angry with Allegra. Mm. Because 
there was a chap called Ed who was asking the questions. He was the one asking the snarky questions. Mm. And it's her head on the block, not his. Mm. And there's a sort of, I think there is a weird sort of unspoken sexism at work there, which is well, that I don't we know. love if, to be horrible to a woman, but a man is okay. I don't know. I feel I feel it quite strongly. Do you? I think maybe. I mean, I think if that had been a bloke up there giggling, he would have gone too. Yeah. I think they wanted a fall guy mm. or woman, and uh, she was there. Also, I think she resigned. Yeah, so, and I think she'd had enough. Yes, well, I think that's that's the difference because everyone else clings on to power with yeah. the with the you know the last cuticles they well, have on that's their hands. Exactly, exactly. Whereas she just thought, oh, you know, it's Christmas, I'm out. Yeah, and I've got two kids or whatever. Yes, and I, I need can't to be I need this. to go to Selfridges. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's. I mean, it, you know, she she's the only one with the balls to do what needs to be done. Yes, true. And she did it, and I quite respect her for that. Um, she'll be much better off out of it. Yes. I mean, it probably doesn't feel like it today. No. But in a, in a few weeks' time when it's all died down and, you know, she'll realise that, in fact, it's a very toxic world. Yes, I and imagine she's having a duvet day today. I, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, um, to talk more about this... Good. Uh, we're going to be joined by Andrew Pierce, our resident, our resident mischievous imp. Excellent. Andrew Pierce, Daily Mail columnist and host of the Mail Plus podcast, The Andrew Pierce Show. Da, Hello, da, Andrew. Da, da, da. So <laughs> Drum roll. So yeah, kind of was. you to come on our, our little podcast. Yes. So what's what's the view from the inside? He is in a lot of trouble, the Prime Minister, in my view, because yeah. uh, it's all very well for people to start shouting, resign, resign. We mm. do have to go through the motions of a mm. Cabinet Office inquiry. It'll mm. be conducted by the Cabinet Secretary, Simon Case, who admittedly is probably the weakest, worst Cabinet Secretary mm. we've had in a very long time. But yes, I do think he's in trouble because yeah. the Prime Minister very cleverly did not say there was no party. He said no rules were broken. Mm. Uh, but if it emerges, what well, we know there was a party, mm. that he did know about it. He was in the building at the time mm-hmm. and that he knew there was 30 or 40 people there complete breach of the lockdown rules the day Mm. before the guidance was published saying no christmas lunches no christmas parties and if he did do what anybody would do when a daily mirror puts on the front page there was a party in number 10 they put it on the front page that was never going to go away he should have said i'll find out do you think though so question so wouldn't all those people have been in a bubble they would, mm. but but the guidance was quite clear. You Even could, if you're you, in a bubble, yeah, you might, you do not socialise unless it's essentially work related. And if the reports are true, they were bringing secret Santa presents, wearing mm. nasty naff Christmas jumpers, <gasps> hideous, uh, hideous mm. Christmas quiz. No wonder they're embarrassed yeah. about it. And now we discover <laughs> that there was probably a party in the Downing Street flat mm. hosted by the Prime Minister. Look, he set these restrictive rules, mm. these rules that impinged on all our lives, which meant only thirty people could go to my sister's funeral. People mm. couldn't. Yeah. Be visit loved ones, grandmas couldn't see grandchildren, yeah. you couldn't go into hospital. If you set these rules, you've got to jolly well stick by them. Yeah, and I think also everybody was having a very miserable time at that time, this time last year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Andrew, can I ask you, why Why didn't he just say, do you know what, I think there might have been something. We were in a bubble, uh, clearly some terrible mistake has been made. I'm really sorry. Let me just look into this. The thing is, they just seem to sort of be chasing their tail all the time and it seems really disorganised. It would have gone away in 24 hours. Totally, yes. Um, Mm. Because I think the default position in number 10 is deny. Push back against the press. Right. He never wants to give the press a scout, which is why mm. he tried to hang on to Matt Hancock for mm. 24 hours. Remember he said, subject closed, mm. who was a pretty well, egregious I mean, break. Dom Cummings. Dom Cummings mm. hung yeah. on to him, despite the yeah. shameful way he lied mm. about go, getting his eyes tested. They're happy to throw a leg of satin under the bus, though. Absolutely mm. throw her on the bus. But did she throw herself under the bus, well, though? I think a combination of two, three. I mean, yeah. yes. I, and I think she just realised that 
you know. There's no coming back. Where was she going to go? Because she's still the spokeswoman for COP26, which is pretty much Mm. done and dusted, £125,000 a year. I have to say, I thought the footage of her in that Downing Street briefing mock Mm. showed why she wasn't up to the job. Mm. Because if you know the cameras are rolling, Mm. you do not use mocking uh, language, which Mm. effectively mocks people who are abiding by lockdown rules. I took a different... I thought she was just uncomfortable and embarrassed and mm. laughing for that reason mm. I, you know it's very hard to tell isn't it yeah. I don't know I'm not, yeah. I'm not but I, I thought she was just goofing around yeah. you know how you like you photograph your yeah. your sort of used to photocopy your buttocks at the Christmas party That's no, a, not what I do <laughs> but do you know what I mean That's can I go photo- to one of your Christmas parties <laughs> they sound great fun but do you know what I mean that sort of goofing around at work thing. Yeah. so yeah. I mean I didn't that, I didn't take that clip very seriously no. actually but also, I, I thought the person who asked the question Ed was actually more disrespectful because yeah. he was the person who brought it up and yeah. he was the person who was going ooh he was you also know. setting the tone for her and reply he was setting as well. the tone and she mm. and she I mean the whole point of that session was to make her to, to throw difficult questions at her to see yeah. how she responded and she didn't lie no and she didn't lie which you could have lied she said no there was no yeah. party mm. yeah Exactly. That's not right, that report. No. no I've got no yeah. reports. That's what she could have done. And I she mean, didn't. I personally think, a, you know, a, a press secretary who can't lie is a good thing, mm. yeah. genuinely. But There's not I, many of them. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Trust I think, me, uh, you know, experience. she was obviously yeah. just, but, you know, that's a matter of opinion. Lots of uh, lots of people think she was mm. out of order, and lots of people agree with me. It sort of, it's sort of seems to be pretty split. But I just, I just think that if you're going to make these really draconian laws, then you have to just be quite careful lawmakers it. cannot be lawbreakers mm. yeah. it's an old cliche mm. but it's absolutely true mm. and uh, and and I'm sorry I do think it's what Linton Crosby the great Australian election strategist called the dead cat rushing forward mm. plan B was designed to uh, do you knock think? the story into a uh, off, do you off, think off the really agenda. Oh, yeah. I do feel that because it was sooner than anybody expected it worked with the broadcast media mm. because the first hostile question about the party was Laura Koonsberg at 623 mm. in the six o'clock news but none of the newspapers fell for it every front page mm. said new rules Will the government follow them? Mm. And that's the problem they've got. Why would you follow them if they keep breaking the rules themselves? It's not the crime, it's the cover-up, isn't it? it? That's the it problem. It is, yeah. yeah. Gets yeah. them every time. Yeah, yeah. I just think if they'd been totally frank and said right at the very beginning, oh my goodness, you're totally right. Yeah, we great. really, really didn't do, didn't do a good job here. We were all in a bubble. It was the end of the week. We thought we'd have some wine yeah. with some crisps. And people might have understood that. Yes, yeah. and everyone thought, do you know what, it's fine and carried on. People are so what? cynical, they're now saying... Did they induce Carrie, Carrie Johnson's baby oh, today? Oh, I know. That was my to, first to question. The head. There we are. That's no. like that. Because that's how cynical people have become yes, about the course. Downing Street operation. Yes. She's doing her bit. Yeah. They induced her. And now, because there'll be lovely photographs tomorrow, presumably, or the day after, mm. and people will be talking about what's the baby going to be called? Yes. Counting how many babies there are. How many children are there now? Seven. Nine? This is the seventh. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven, seven. Possibly something else as well. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. I know. Set, that's what we need. Seven more Johnsons. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I just, I just don't know. I think Allegra did the right thing, but I just, I just wish she hadn't had to sort of carry the can in a funny way. No, and way. I think whoever t- agreed the strategy mm. that the prime minister was to say no rules are broken, mm. and then advise cabinet ministers that they must uh, mm. have this line. People like Sajid Javid, the, the police minister, Kit mm. Maltout, great friend of the prime minister's, whoever gave them that dodgy strategy they should be fired mm. too they should resign they, but those poor cabinet ministers have now got to back this up today yeah. they must be absolutely yeah. furious because because they're being talked into a cul-de-sac of conversation where they mm. all, all they have can say is this party line which doesn't make any sense no. at all mm. no rules were broken what was there a 
party. I know, and it's just like with uh, uh, Owen Paterson, where all those Tory MPs were corralled into voting to change the rules mm. on dis- disciplining mm. MPs to get his punishment of being suspended for, what was it, three months? It was only three. Kicked out. Yeah. The next day, they changed their mind. Mm. So all those MPs who voted with it looked ridiculous. Mm. One parliamentary private secretary, bad character, cabinet minister, abstained, mm. sat, got a job back. All the other PPSs are thinking, I should have done the same because mm. you look honourable. And they've got real trouble in their constituencies now. Mm. Because Boris wanted them to, because he didn't know the detail, mm. he hadn't bothered to ask. Who's in charge of all of this? I just don't understand. Who's in charge? It's the most chaotic number 10 operation <laughs> I've ridiculous? ever reported on. Someone <laughs> said to me that one of the reasons that Allegra was slightly thrown under the bus was because she's still quite good friends with Rishi. Mm. She used to work for Dishy, she did. Rishi, didn't she? And she, she did. Didn't she come up with the the term eat out uh, to help out eat out to help she out did. yeah she did, did she yeah. yeah so she's yeah yeah, even though that massively accelerated the spread of COVID, <laughs> it I took us into another lockdown. It seemed a good idea at the time. And I got my 10% discount yes. on your dinner. Very yes. nice. Thank you very exactly. much, Allegra and Rishi. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. I say, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? It, it, well, it, it, as I say, I've never thought he's in any danger at all of mm. being booted out. And Tory MPs might be furious, but they mm. don't see an obvious successor. Uh, this inquiry, depending how well it's done, could be lethal for the Prime Minister. And then we'll be talking about next yeah and also that's not good for the country either, no, to be honest no you know last thing we need is another oh, leadership no, election terrible and it's and just such a waste of time will and it be energy Dishy, Rishi, or will oh. it be a dark course to change i know there is a paucity back. of talent as well to choose from it's literally yeah. yeah but we ought to at least congratulate the prime minister on his uh, and indeed carry on the birth of their daughter yes so there's a boy and a girl it's very nice oh, nice and, upset uh, we don't know the name yet no right i don't think it'll be allegra <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we say goodbye to the lovely divine to, Andrew to Pierce. You on Thank this you. Fabulous podcast. <laughs> Much love. Bye. Bye. That was Andrew Pierce, Daily Mail columnist and host of the Mail Plus podcast, The Andrew Pierce Show. You are listening to The Female Half Hour with me, Sarah Vine, and Imogen Edwards-Jones. You can visit mailplus.co.uk slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces, and more. And if you want to get in touch, you can tweet us at mailplus at Westminster Wag or Imogen at Imogen EJ. Kathy Lett is a British-Australian author who has been trying to get home to see her poorly mother, but ended up in quarantine for two whole weeks. God. Cathy's latest novel, Best Laid Plans, is out, and she joins me now to discuss her quarantine hell. <laughs> Hello, Cathy. Hello, darlings. Now, you'd think I'd be really good at, at, at being incarcerated, because convict stock, <laughs> hello, should have come naturally. <laughs> Prison food but and all, all that. Uh, yeah, all I would say to you girls is never commit a crime, because you cannot do the time. It is so awful. So what happened? Where, did you go home to Australia? Did you, you bad woman, did you go and try and see your mother? Mm. I've been trying to see my mother. What a wicked, wicked yes, girl Yes, you am. awful yeah. person. What yeah. a wicked, because uh, I see that poor old Richard E. Grant has been yeah. in a similar situation. He yes. went to see his 90-year-old mother in South Africa and is now trapped in a sort of ghastly... Forced, allegedly four star hotel yes. eating eating tuna sandwiches tuna sandwiches and yes. paying two hundred and sixty nine pounds. I think he's a gone night. actually batshit yeah, crazy. He's gone mad. <laughs> no, no, that, I mean yeah, I've been emailing him with a couple of survivors. But Kathy, you went things. mad, I seem to remember, because I followed you on Instagram yeah. while you were <laughs> in quarantine and you did an awful lot of origami with towels. 
Yeah, I mean, I knew things were getting bad on day two when I started shaping my hotel towels into swans and other things. And then by about day three, I was really kind of sobbing in the fetal position, braiding my own hair. Mm. Um, and see, Australia became Ozcatraz, I called it, because they pulled the drawbridge up and didn't let anybody in. And mm. if you did get in, it took me a year to get a flight home to see my mum, who was in intensive care last Christmas, oh and I God. couldn't get back to her. I mean, many Brits were in the same situation, even in their own country, yeah. of course, mm. isn't it? Yeah. But um, so I got, to, I got to the airport, and it was like the welcome mat was rolled up. There were military personnel mm. who put me in a in a bus and a, a kind of a, abducted me by armed guard. It was like being some kind of Cold War espionage drama. Mm. And I was whisked straight to the hotel quarantine by police escort and then hermetically sealed in my room mm. for two weeks and didn't see anyone. I mean, a, a nurse covered in full PPE came a couple of times to do a test. But... I would say the hardest aspect of solitary confinement is putting up with your own company. <laughs> Did you have alcohol? I, Did you have alcohol? Could you just drink yourself oh yeah. into a stupor? And yeah, you could drink yourself into a stupor, yes. But, mm. I mean, I became so dull that even my imaginary friend kind of ran away to play with someone <laughs> more interesting. Did they, put, did they put special police tape across your door saying, has come, well, do not enter? <laughs> well, there was a police officer. Well, there was a, a, some, a, a guard on each floor Gosh. to make sure you didn't escape. Good um, And all you do, like, I played a kind of psychological tug of war with myself on a daily basis about how much chocolate I could eat and mm. how much <laughs> wine I could drink. So I didn't want to pile on the quarantine pounds, so no. I did actually hire a, a It sounds, trainer. I have to say, it does sound a bit like when I went to the Mayor Clinic in Austria. <laughs> Which is this weight loss <laughs> clinic, and they sort of do the you same. You pay to you. for that, and like, you pay for that. You go there. Well, and, so is Richard. And actually, they, <laughs> you grant. To be fair, he's paying for it. And they lock you in your room, and they only feed you broth, mm. uh, which oh. tastes of swamp water. Mm. And you're not oh. allowed to go anywhere or have anything nice ever. And then, and then after a week, you lose five kilos, and yes. they and they tell you that you need another enema. And it works about a thousand pounds <laughs> a kilo. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Kathy, but at least you can. Can I just say, at least you can walk outside mm. the clinic. I mean. Right, yeah, prison would be preferable to hotel quarantine because at least you get an exercise yard and the odd conjugal mm. visit, right? Do, yes. they, do they put an exercise bike in your room or something or did you just do star jumps? No. no, no. <laughs> but Kathy, I ordered mm. a, 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 a cross trainer, which always sounds to me like a really, really angry personal trainer. <laughs> but they're being arrived but because of COVID restrictions, because they just leave it at the door. And you have to wheel it in. Oh my god! And then I couldn't, I couldn't work out how to plug it in and use it. <laughs> so in the end, it just became a very expensive kind of clothes horse where I hung all my exercise clothes that I wasn't going to wear. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, the really and annoying question is: as a writer, yeah. you you could have used these two weeks as a very good way to polish a novel or something. What do you think to that well, question? Well, I did, darling. I did. I did, oh, did? write a novel while I was in there. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, well done but you, because I would have not. The only annoying... Oh, I think you might have done. It really just to stave off insanity. Mm. But, I mean, but the worst thing was that next door to me was this um, couple having orgasmic <gasps> yelp. Oh, my goodness. And That's that doesn't just... sound like the worst thing in the world unless you have to <laughs> listen to it, because I got so jealous. And I imagine that some guests can presumably bring in their support animals. And I wondered if I could bring downstairs and ask for a support toy boy, you know, for my sanity. <laughs> but, you, I mean, surely even they must have got bored of having sex after about three days. Well, 
Well, I Nothing think they invented a, a whole new um, series of positions, the Corona Sutra, I suppose you'd have to call it, because they seem to be having a lot of fun in there. It was terribly annoying. So did you write this book? Is this the book that you best laid plans? Is this the book that you wrote? Was it two weeks of quarantine you had? Yeah, no, I've written another book coming out late this year called uh, Till Death or Little Light Maiming Do Us Part. <laughs> you can see the sort of mood I was in. <laughs> wow, that sounds a bit moribund. <laughs> But I did get a lot of top tips before I went in to at oh, yeah. Alcatraz because mm. a lot of my friends had already done it. So, I mean, I, I don't want to go for gold in the name-dropping Olympics, but I, Kylie Minogue had done it. So mm. she gave me some really good tips. She said to take your own mug, which sounds um, not your boyfriend. I mean, <laughs> it sounds uh, silly, but if you've got your own lovely china teacup, mm. it, it just makes things feel a bit better. Mm. And um, she also said take some thin light scarves for mood lighting you know and uh, yeah and she also said to bring photos of people you love and sort of sticky tape them up on the wall and i mean that just sounds so basic but it does really help yeah but i can't i'm kind of imagining i'm kind of thinking that kylie probably has a whole team of people who do that for her well that wasn't a lot but you know but you know and a mug (laughs) and and did you bring a did you bring a special pillow lots of people like to have bring their own pillows for that sort of thing and, and get a coffee machine yes. and also, um, you know, if you can, do a, like a supermarket shop and get food delivered. Yeah. But, you know, and, and the other thing I did, I got a camera. Like, you remember in Rear Window, I thought, well, if he could do it, Jimmy Stewart could do it in a wheelchair. Mm. You know, I can be incarcerated. <laughs> so I got one of those. I got a really good um, order, this powerful sort of photo, telephoto lens so I could sort of impersonate Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. But when I looked out... <laughs> of my window, all I could see were other bored quarantining people staring through their photo <laughs> lenses at me staring back at them, you know. Were you, allowed, were you allowed to open the window? I, I did have a window, yeah. You did? And that okay. makes a huge difference, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. I don't think Richard E. Grant can open a window. That would drive me mad. Yeah. I can't live without Living in air con, it's yeah. suffocating. But then so, again, if you open the window, you might be tempted to jump out Well, of that it. is true, yes, yeah. yes. I wanted gosh. to knot my bed sheets and do a, do a complete runner. Kathy, is your mother but, okay yeah. now? <laughs> oh, yeah, and you know what? It was all worth it because I knew that once I, you know, I was, I'd gone to see her. She got out of hospital mm. and... Just, just, I just kept thinking how amazing to hug her after nearly two Aww. years apart. Well, you know, and I, I haven't seen my mother. My arms fell off. I haven't seen my mother since November 2019. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people are in the same scenario. It's just, and then you hear yeah. about the parties at Number 10 Downing Street, and you just basically want to go in there and garrote people with tinsel, don't you? <laughs> On that, really note, on that note, Kathy, <laughs> on, on that note, Kathy, on that note, on that lovely <laughs> image, I will, I will leave you. Thank you very much. Lovely to speak to you, girls. Have a fabulous Christmas. Go and swing off a chandelier with a cocktail between your teeth. <laughs> yes, I tried it. I, and I'll I'm, see you on the other side. Yes, yes. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Thanks, Kathy. Lots of love. That was. The brilliant Cathy Lett. I love her. Yeah, she's such a lot. She's just fabulous. I do like the idea of her going into Downing Street with some tents yes. and trying to strangle people. Yes, good luck with that getting right down around Boris's she's a bit of a whirlwind. brass neck. Mm. <laughs> um, obviously, we can't advocate that sort of behaviour. No, of course not, no. Daily Mail beauty writer Hannah Betts was gifted her first bottle of perfume aged eight. So, who best to turn to for advice on the best Christmas beauty gifts? She joins me now. Hi, darling, how are you? Hello, I've just got a beauty sports injury. 
God, that's an industrial accident. I cut myself on a box of li- incoming lipsticks. No, and there's no. blood everywhere. Oh, my goodness me. I mean, these war correspondents, they don't know what, what real life is like. <laughs> that reminds me of the time that I once went on a date with a very, very serious war correspondent. And he was doing that whole... I'm a sexy war correspondent thing. Yeah. Never really worked with me. And mm. then he was, and I made a sort of, and it was not going well, the date, so I thought I'd make a joke. And I said, the closest I've ever been to a war zone is the sale in Harvey Nichols. <laughs> which I thought was. That's funny. Did he not laugh? No, really not. Uh, they're, so, they're not known to their sense of humour. No. Well, I mean, you know, their jobs are more important than ours, but yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. True. <laughs> I say that with my finger hanging off. <laughs> So, Hannah, we're going to talk today about the outside presence. Um, I Can I sing, Viney baby, oh, I don't actually know no, the rest of the words. Please don't sing. No, never. Everyone's banned from singing on my podcast. No. Especially, okay. my, especially my daughter, who really can't sing. And I know she listens to us. <laughs> yes, beauty presents. I always think beauty presents are quite a nice thing for men to buy for women because, quite honestly, you can't go wrong. Oh, you well, can. Although you can't buy antiaging. Can, can't they? Well, they really can get, go wrong. I mean, you can't buy a pot of, of cream that says, get rid of your wrinkles, you old bag. Obviously, you can't you, buy anti-aging uh, cream. I'd quite like that, actually. Yeah. I think, <laughs> you know, but I do think it's, you know, you could, it's nice to have some pampery stuff, And if you it? just don't want a bloody leg cream. No, never want a leg cream. <laughs> <laughs> just don't give me a leg cream no. or a foot cream. Or, no. It's got to be face or something. You know. Perfume is very mm. nice, but it's quite difficult perfume because you never my quite know. My father once broke my heart because he bought, he bought such an expensive bottle of perfume for me. And it was, instead of Mousse de Cartier number two, it was Mousse de Cartier number one. Oh, and, God. you know, he didn't realise there was a difference. No. Like, it, it was, I don't it, either. Well, and there <laughs> probably isn't much of a difference. But given that we weren't that rich, it was a sort of, it mm. was a full of love and heartbreak. Mm. And I pretended it was the same one, obviously. Mm. Um, no, I didn't. I was graceless. But, but with um, perfumes, it's quite easy because you can just look at somebody's existing perfumes mm. and replicate and it and just buy the same thing again because, mm. you know, everyone loves a fragrance. I don't know, though. If someone just gets you the thing you always wear, I sometimes think that the reason why the sales of number five is so big at this time of year is that it's the only perfume men have heard of. Yes, true. Not that it's not absolutely mm. strongly wonderful, mm. but... You know, it does equal perfume for men. And I think mm. you're right. I think they can go a bit more off-piste. One thing I would love this year is there are loads of really beautiful leave-on face masks. And I love that idea because I'm quite lazy, but I want something that says you will wake up transformed. And everyone's doing them. Votary's doing them. Mm. Used to the People, which is a very modish brand, they're doing them. Yeah. Or a lovely face oil. There's a lovely one that's done very well in the... Um, in the male's uh, products of the year uh, by Therapy, which is a sort of serum-y oil thing, and it smells divine, and you can get a huge, big bottle. And I think that would be rather nice. It wouldn't sort of say, your face is falling off your your old bag. It would say, (laughs) you are a beautiful lady, and I want to soothe you. Hannah, I've been following your Instagram avidly, and uh, you've got oh. some really fabulous Pat McGrath eyeshadows. Oh, my goodness. Oh Isn't my it beautiful? God. Yes. And it comes and with glitter and okay, everything. Okay, you guys have to stop gushing and explain to the listeners what this thing is. <laughs> oh, well, it's really pretty. It's Even I like it, and I like nothing. 
Yes, well, I, it was partly because I was looking at some of um, some of the rival beauty coverage, which mm. um, is obviously no good at all. No. And everyone was talking about neutrals and how you couldn't go wrong with a neutral. Oh, I well, hate a neutral. Neutrals make me look like a sick cat. Yeah. I mean, mm. it, you know, it's not good. So mm. I bought myself, it's 35 quid, and you get mm. a packet, a sort of space-age packet full of glitter, mm. a beautiful black coal pencil, which is just, heaven um mm. best ever and then this electric violet ultraviolet eyeshadow mm. and then as another bargain you get um you get this sort of wet stuff glittery wet stuff to go on the top it is divine oh, I wore like it some dog sort of walking. slick is that what it is some sort of slick to put over the top Yes, and you don't have to, obviously, if you prefer yeah. it to but it's look dark, kind of dark. matte. It's dark, dark, dark it's blue, isn't heaven. it? It's dark, yes. dark, dark, but mm. then it becomes lighter and shiny when you put the, the slicky stuff on. Mm. I mean, it's all sorts of heaven. And I think there are also certain brands with which you cannot go wrong. Oh, if, yes. if, you're, if you're a gentleman mm. who wishes to buy makeup, I think Charlotte Tilbury... Yeah, always something there. Crowd pleasing. Crowd pleasing. Um, Bobby Brown, Chanel. I would add in. But the thing I would like, my I, the thing I would be emotionally blackmailing my boyfriend for is this, mm. this aromatherapy associate oh, thing. Yes, it's got a terrible name. It's called Moments to Treasure, oh, um, and it's it's a chest of self care. But really, what they should have called it I is the sick. midlife lady fun box because it's just full of all their beautiful oils oh. and we know male readers love them because yes. again they voted for that in their droves in yes. next Monday's yes. reveal and it is it's heaven what I mean that if you tools? gave someone that you could save your marriage from divorce you could what about beauty tools I've noticed that there's a there's a lot of new facial massages which I always know, seem to always look like sex toys yes I just oh, yes I couldn't one, have those in my bedroom there's one without... that actually looks properly like a proper genuine sex toy well and I luckily, have to say, that would make you look good and relaxed it would bring circulation to your face when <laughs> everyone talks about all these what are they called these massage therapy guns as yes. well I always think oh mm. my eye oh, yeah. <laughs> Sarah gun is it working from <laughs> home <laughs> yeah exactly um, I like the one I've got the one that looks like um, a sort of disco a penis mask. sorry no does it look no, like a penis no I've gone disco gimp mask. And oh, I think oh, you two would like it. It's quite oh. relaxed. It's that one of those LED things. Mm. Okay. So you look like the robot in Buck Rogers. Yes. Right. Um, but it, it's, it's very, it gives you endorphins as well as oh. making your skin look lovely. Oh, but you have to, lovely. But as my friend points out, it's all about compliance. You, if you're going to invest in this, you have to actually use it. Merely buying it doesn't make you look younger. Mm, that is um, very and true. I, you know, you do need to switch it on. But with those LED ones, with some of them, you can do other things at the same time. Like welding. Yes. <laughs> Specifically welding. Well, it looks like a welding you mask. You can't floss, but you could paint your nails. Um, you know, there, yeah. there is the option to multitask. And of, course, and, of course, the other thing is, of course, hair tools. Mm. I think well, I'm everyone's, everyone wants They're very expensive, Dyson, though, those hair Dyson's tools. Those Dyson's are, what, 600 quid or very something? Very expensive hair tools, aren't well, they? Well, no, if you shop around, I think the registered retail price is mm. $299. But if you shop around, you can get them for about 220 And yeah. I, I mean, I barely even brush my hair, but even I want one. Mm. Um, and Which I, one do you want? Is there the one that... 
there's the one that sucks all your hair in, isn't that's there? That's the one I want. That's the, the one, one that's basically the magic. Air wrap. Yeah, the yes. air app, yes. Yeah. Um, and I, that's the one I'm going to pledge to readers as my New Year's resolution that I'm going to get to grips with. Okay. Mm. Um, because, you know, if I can do it, anyone mm. can do it. Mm. Um, and I've got sort of schoolgirl hair. So, I, yeah, that's the one I would be, I'll be trying. But then there's another one, actually. There's a good hair day rise hot brush that I like the sound of, mm. where you simply sort of hold it in place in your roots and it mm. gives you oomph. And I'm mm. also going to have a go with that, I think. Mm. Um, Good Hair Day is also known as GHD, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yes. Is that what GHD yes. is? Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's not called... Yeah. I know and nothing I don't do, about this I don't segment. do hair straighteners. <laughs> I find those a bit... Um, but that's... I mean, to be honest, you know, if someone just gave me a voucher for George Northwood, that would be, that would be a nice Christmas mm. present, mm. I think. Yeah, and maybe a, a bottle of Rouge Noir. I always think that goes down in a... Oh, I mean, you that's know, the best. Yes. my parents were buying me that when I was... 17 and yeah. well a little older maybe 22 there we are when does this when did the film come out because mm. everyone wanted Uma Thurman nails and they still mm. want them <laughs> I am um, I'm very excited because I put a Liberty hair bow on my page oh. and I have been sent one and it is heaven okay and I know I'm 50 and I know I'm probably the only 50 year old woman who wants a hair, hair bow, bow at the age of 50 <laughs> it's, not, it's not allowed <laughs> It's against the law. Thanks, Hannah. I'm going to go now because Thank you. otherwise you'll just talk about hair bows for the next five minutes. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and put it in once I've dealt with my blooded finger. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Bye. That was the wonderful Hannah Betts, who has a brilliant beauty column in Monday's Daily Mail. If you enjoy listening to The Half Hour, why not visit mailplus.co.uk slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. If you want to get in touch, tweet us at mailplus, me at Westminster Wag or Imogen at Imogen EJ. You've been listening to The Female Half Hour with me, Sarah Vine. Thanks for listening. 